everyone. Welcome back to the Fairmont Bridge. The City of Fairmont's official podcast where you can join us weekly to hear from city employees, elected officials, and local figures to hear about the basic functions and inner workings of our local city government, as well as learn about current and upcoming projects. My name is Alex Petrie. And I am Hannah Turner, and we are both employees of the planning department. So today, we will be discussing the most recently approved city budget, And we have with us a returning guest, City Manager Valerie Means. Valerie, welcome back. Hello. Glad to be back. (laughs) Yeah. And we also have our finance director, Priscilla Hamilton, with us for the first time. Priscilla began working for the City of Fairmont in the Finance Department in 1990. She changed positions within the Finance Department several times by undertaking additional responsibilities. Priscilla received her accounting degree from Fairmont State University while working full-time. She was promoted to City Finance Director in 2019. Priscilla, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Alex. Yeah, thanks for joining us. So just to get started, we know all about Valerie because she was on our first episode, um, but Priscilla, can you talk just a little bit about um, your role as finance director and the uh, what is the role of the finance department? My role as finance director is to make sure that we collect all the funds that are due to the city, uh, pay our vendors and our employees timely. I oversee the city's budget and I account for all the financial transactions and reporting requirements. In the finance department, we have an excellent staff. They're vital to the daily operations of the city. And the finance office works to collect revenues from business and occupation tax, business licenses, street maintenance, and fire fees. Our front counter provides customer service, processes daily receipts from the mail and electronically. And we also perform the functions of accounts payable and payroll. It's a lot going on in the There's finance department. There is a lot. There is a lot. I always call it the backbone of the city. And, of course, I was a prior finance director, so I might be a little biased there. But it is. It's the yeah. backbone, oh, right? Yeah. Finance isn't working. Nothing's right. going on. So They pay. They, they do excellent work. They yeah. keep us on our toes. They, yes, they do. <laughs> pay the employees. Pay the, pay the vendors, right, like Priscilla right. said. So, so, okay, so we're here to talk about the most recently approved budget. And this budget cycle... It will not start until July 1st. That's when our fiscal year begins, our new fiscal year begins. So can you both give us kind of a breakdown of the budget process, like the deadlines, how it's created? When when did this budget planning begin? Okay, I could take that one, Priscilla. First of all, on the budget process, folks have to realize that our state, the state of West, West Virginia, really plays a large role into all the municipalities' budgets. So technically, they set our deadlines. Okay. Um, so our deadline to have our budget and all the public hearings and all the advertisements and everything completed and done and completely balanced and sent to the state is the end of March. So, you know, normally Priscilla and I say, okay, well, we have to end up here. That's a strict deadline, so mm-hmm. we work backwards. And normally it's a good four-month process. So usually, you know, in the month of December, even before the holidays hit, you know, we're Priscilla sending information out to department heads, telling them to start thinking about their capital request and some of that. And we usually start with capital first. Mm-hmm. And when I say capital, that means all of the either the larger projects that we're going to do or the equipment that we're going to purchase 
uh, again, larger projects to become assets of the city, that's what we're going to consider under our capital. So normally, like even the third week uh, in December, we'll start doing capital budget reviews with the department heads. And then there's also one other requirement, and that is in January that I uh, or someone needs to present to the Planning Commission what our capital budget is. So we kind of have to have that, even though it hasn't been approved by council yet, and we tell planning uh, the planning commissioners that it's still not yet approved by council here's our main plan and the purpose of that is to make sure that the planning commissioners can kind of look at what we're doing and just kind of make sure how does it tie into our comprehensive plan mm -hmm. you know are we doing something out way outside the comprehensive plan or something like that so that all happens in you know by january by the end of january and then um right after that probably mid-january or so there's certain deadlines for department heads to have had all of their operating budget now completed so we give the department heads a good bit of freedom to say you know we know they know their departments best and you know what do you need for your departments capital wise and operationally so they'll do that uh, they'll build their budgets a lot of times Priscilla will meet with them kind of even before maybe I see some of it just to kind of see where they're going with their operational budgets. And then Priscilla and I sit with each of the department heads again, like we did with Capital, we, we then review their operational budgets. So we just, you know, I take in what they want. Um, obviously, um, it's their needs for their operations, and we want to make sure that they, they're getting what they need, that their employees are getting what they need. For their operations but you know we can't necessarily do everything that we may want to do right so they're you know we have to i have to submit a balanced budget that's a, that's a requirement um of not only our charter but also the state i have to give a balanced budget to, to council so normally it's like the last week of february i mean the first week of february last week of january we have to have that finalized because then we have to then say, okay, here's a balanced budget, finish it all. Priscilla and I will go back and forth and tweak everything and just make sure that it is balanced. And then we got to present it to council because mm -hmm. they're ultimately the ones that have to approve this budget. So the part of my duties, which I think we talked about when I was on before, is to present this budget. So we present it to council and then it's in a sense becomes their budget. Um, they can accept it, they can change it, they can add to it, they can delete. So we have to have a work session with them. And we always leave time in February for those work sessions. We don't have, they can have as many work sessions mm -hmm. as they want. Mm -hmm. So we want to make sure that we leave time for them to do that. So normally February is going to be some work session time and then hopefully we get to a point where everybody's on the same page, council's good, okay here it is, here's what it's going to take, we know what we've got and then we can actually start our advertising process mm -hmm. so we have to advertise it I don't have exact details of how many times I think it's at least two times and then of course we have to then bring it to council for formal action of council and that will also include a public hearing so that the citizens can now come and say okay here I've been watching you I've listened to your work session you know I have some comments about the budget as well so citizens have an opportunity to speak at a public hearing about the budget before council votes on it. Now, are the citizens able to join the work session? They can join the work but session, they... but yeah, work sessions gotcha. of council usually do not, council does not take public comments gotcha. during right. a work session. They could make an exception, but it, that is normally not the case. Mm -hmm. So, but yes, citizens are welcome to, to of course, well, citizens are welcome to come 
talk to me or Priscilla anytime about anything in our budget. But they, they you know, hopefully they're watching um, and they could, you know, listen to the work sessions. And then if they need to speak at the public hearing, they do that. Council then takes all of that under consideration before they actually vote. Okay. Um, and we're lucky because we vote on the budget it's just a resolution so when i say lucky it's it's a little bit easier that way we have the public hearing and then it's only one reading of a resolution for council mm -hmm. and then once that's done priscilla has to do her certain things to the state and then get it all wrapped up has to be done in the state's format and sent to the state and then there's one final step before it's all done and that is also set by by state law is to lay the actual levy and the levy is the ad valorem rates and mm -hmm. that is always done the third Tuesday in April so once that action by council is done and that's a resolution also then we're done so it's a long process and then Priscilla can speak so you're now you now you're in April so now you're ending your fiscal year that you you that you're trying to wrap up in your fiscal year so it's it's just a never-ending process, really. Right, and that's the shortest council meeting that they have. Is to yeah, that's a real levy. quick one. We usually, <laughs> yeah. I don't even think you're allowed to have anything else on the agenda. Yeah. I think that's what Janet said, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's 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 a long process. Now you mentioned that the budget needs state approval. You also let me know that this is maybe not unique, but not every state in the United States has to have state approval no, sit, sit, not all cities in the u.s have to get state approval now that is correct because when i spent my time in maryland it was one of the first things i learned that we did not have to go through the state in any way shape or form interesting for any of our general and we're talking about the general fund mm -hmm. that's okay. your main operating fund general fund and coal severance fund now this budget that we're talking about this is just the general fund so this is not utilities this doesn't include any of that stuff they have a whole different process that correct? is correct that okay is correct. this is our requirements by the state are for only our general fund and our coal severance fund okay okay so can you both maybe go into a little bit of detail on what the general fund and coal severance funds include should like in the budget itself i'll kind of turn it over to you maybe you can start with coal severance is <laughs> A small fund yeah just, unfortunately we don't get the coal severance funds yeah. that we used to get so yeah like just to an outsider okay. uh, if an outsider doesn't if this is all foreign language to an outsider what does general fund mean what is that the general fund is the operating budget for our street department they maintain the streets the traffic lights the parks in the city uh, the fire department the police code enforcement planning and of course city hall administrative staff all right Coal severance is tax that's received from the state for the extraction of coal in the Fairmont area, and it's dedicated to snow removal in the wintertime. So that is separate from the general fund, but it is utilized by the Public Works Department. Correct. Mm -hmm. okay. Correct. Because the dollar amount is not significant right. in, the, in the coal severance fund. Now, is the coal severance fund something that that's just what the city of Fairmont designates that for? Can Could it be, you know, in other cities, is it potentially designated for something else? Or is that pretty that common? I, I think there are there are some limitations to coal severance. I just, I can't recall off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. But um, cities could use it for, for different mm -hmm. things. For different yeah, things. It doesn't have to be for that. Okay. There may be a few limitations. In talking about the general fund, so what is our total general fund budget for this upcoming fiscal year? And, and what are some of the 
what does it look like? What are some of the dedicated revenues? What's the capital funding going towards? Okay. Our general fund budget this year was set at $20,537,337. Some of the dedicated revenues included in the general fund are the 1% sales tax, which helps us fund our police and fire pensions. We currently have around 100 retired police and firemen that the city supports. The street sweeping fees are used to purchase and maintain two street sweepers, and they pay for the cost of the disposal of the debris. Mm -hmm. Garbage fees are a pass-through revenue for the city, so we collect them, but the build rates are determined by the vendor contract and the fuel surcharges. And that contract is with Republic Services. Yes, it is. Yeah, mm -hmm. at this time. Street maintenance is a fee that's used to pave and maintain city-owned streets. Now, the, the state owns the main routes through the city of Fairmont. Mm -hmm. The city owns the side streets, and those are the ones that we're maintaining with the street maintenance fee. Since it was established in 2011, we've paved 100 miles of city streets within the corporate limits. Wow. That's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. That is impressive. That's almost the whole list, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. I think we're almost to the point where we're back around. We're mm -hmm. circling and there are around. some, I think, this yep. year that mm -hmm. had some utility work done and they just went and repaved them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We also collect fire fees, and those are dedicated to pay our fire department. However, they only generate about 6% of the cost of our fire department. And 61% of the general fund budget is dedicated to personnel costs which is reasonable because our personnel's roles is to provide essential services for our city residents. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's not unexpected. We're a service provider, and mm -hmm. right. the bulk of our costs are going to be in our personnel. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, for the street maintenance, there was a, a change to that a few years ago, correct, that some of that goes to police protection as well? Yes, it is mm -hmm. split out now between... Okay street maintenance because we got to the point where they did so well on getting all the streets right. to the point um, and there was a need uh, just like Priscilla said even the fee for the fire department doesn't come close to covering the cost right. of the fire department right um, and it's not really necessarily meant to do that but we we need something to help supplement right and 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 to pay for those services right. so that is why that change was made yeah okay. it's like split now and those two so police and fire those are probably the biggest percentage of the general fund yes. budget correct yes. yes okay and um so what about capital what kind of um things are in the capital budget for well, this year? i'd like year? to go over some of that um in a little bit more detail so folks know um you know your capital items are going to be your most costly items um you know where you're you're talking about for example, in our fiscal year uh, 2023 budget, we've got about 1.6 million. Mm -hmm. You know, so folks will say, "Wow, you know, that is a lot of money." But what are you what are you using that for? And you have to understand that the, the for, right off the bat, we have an existing debt service that we have to cover. So there's debt service on the public safety building mm -hmm. and the garage, mm -hmm. and um, of course fire our station. new East Side Fire Station. Right. This beautiful building. Yeah, but we have to pay for it, of course. So there's about four hundred forty thousand dollars in that alone, which is just covering debt service. That's mm -hmm. going to be every year for you know years to come. Um, and then you're going to find in capital almost in every department, not every department, but your major departments, you're going to find vehicles. Of course, that's where you're going to find vehicles for the code department, but also your police vehicles. 
any kind of fire equipment. Um, looking this year, we have actually we're, we're we're finishing up this year with a um, a truck for the fire mm-hmm. department. Correct, Priscilla. Yes. yes. I can't remember the cost of that, but I know it's about six hundred thousand dollars. So mm-hmm. when you start to talk fire pieces of equipment right. or vehicles they're very costly yeah and you know ladder trucks can be over a mil- well over a million dollars mm-hmm. if you're talking a ladder truck mm-hmm. so a lot of that is to do with vehicles snow um you know plow trucks mm-hmm. uh, that sort of thing almost in the departments in in every department and then we also have some demolition money in there so on the um, properties that we actually own then um that's where we're spending that demolition money because that is one of our assets. Mm-hmm. Um, so we spend uh, demolition money there. Um, we also have uh, a nice council supported a, a, a good amount of funding for our parks. Yeah. So we're really excited about that this year. We've got about $183,000 in one fiscal year to go towards parks and a lot of that is in windmill park so Mm -hmm. we want to continue that investment that we've started in windmill park and uh, continue that through the year Um, also a little bit a little bit at morris park as well and um, you know just those are the sort of things that we you know we spend capital dollars on now where does the capital money come from like what funds the capital budget turn that one over to priscilla Business and occupation tax is what funds our our capital budget. Okay, and is there like a specific category that that funds that? Usually construction, construction B and O taxes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so any any new construction that's going on in the in the city limits, those companies pay their B and O tax, and then that goes into the and capital. And that helps support Dedicate. us. Yeah. I mean that they're doing. That money is very important to us, and right. that's supporting, like I said, fire trucks and police vehicles and, mm-hmm. and all of that sort of thing. So, And that's when I talked about the, conversa- the conversation about the budget um, uh, calendar or, or the, you know, the schedule, we, um, we start early on, and that's one of the things that Priscilla and we said we start with capital. Well, first she has to do a projection on what she thinks the construction B&O is going to come in at mm-hmm. to give us an idea of how we can do that. So how do you do those projections? Do you just look at the trends from the last several years and maybe just any projects that you know are coming up in in the next year? Right. We sit down with the city manager, the planning director, and the code um, building inspector mm-hmm. to see what projects they know that are coming up. Um, you know, some, some projects last several years, and right. we know to expect that revenue. So right. we just kind of brainstorm and see what kind of a budget we can come up with. Like right now, WVU Medicine is doing a major renovations mm-hmm. up Correct. at the hospital. So that's mm-hmm. probably generating a significant amount of that that money Correct. for right. the next several years. Okay. So, I mean, oh. so again, I can look at that. And then um, for capital, I'm also required to, to give uh, council a five-year plan. Mm-hmm. So we do also look years ahead right. as well, um, of and, course. That's not set in stone. Okay, that's what I was. I should ask. say none of this budget is set in stone. We mm-hmm. are allowed by from the state. We we are allowed to revise our budgets throughout the year, which includes revisions to the capital to the capital uh, program as well. Mm-hmm. So people might see on like the count a council agenda coming up neck after this new fiscal year starts budget revisions. We and actually have one coming up next week. Oh, okay, I mean, oh, wow. because it's our last one for this fiscal year. Yeah. And um, that will be before council on Tuesday. So if somebody sees that on the agenda, that's where, you know, maybe 
we'll use parks for example because I'm familiar with that budget a okay. little bit. You know, a piece of equipment was budgeted for $20,000, but we're not going to spend the full amount and there's something else that we want to buy for Mm $5,000 and that would just be a a budget revision so that that way it's documented in the budget correct correct okay that is right or now with supply chain issues I mean we've had problems getting vehicles um, and that's something that Priscilla and I talked to the department heads a lot about because you're like okay well I ordered this one 18 months ago we still don't have it or 12 months ago so we have to kind of take that into account and say okay well it's not maybe not an automatic carryover, mm-hmm. but when we're in that next fiscal year, we have to say, okay, well, what's out there from the prior fiscal year right. that we still want? We still want it to come in, and how we have to carry that over. And this is getting more into like the purchase procedures of the city, but we're not allowed to prepay for things. So I think that that's important too when you talk about all of the supply chain issues that are Correct. happening. Correct. So you can't take that money out of the budget and just pay for the car and get it. 18 months later exactly you pay for it when it's received Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. something else you noted um earlier um in our discussion that i think citizens should know is that the budget is is supposed to be in line with the comprehensive plan Mm -hmm. and for folks who don't know our comprehensive plan is our 10-year plan for the city and the one we're currently on was it was enacted in 2018 I believe. Yes, that's the latest version. So um, I think that's really important to know. And and if you're listening to this and you haven't seen the comprehensive plan and you want to look at it, you can find it at www.fairmontwv.gov. On the planning department page. Yes. I mean, we all, all of all the departments want to to coordinate their efforts and to make Mm -hmm. sure that they're in line with of course, our council's goals. I mean, that that's right. I was going to ask you about that. Mm -hmm. So the the goals that council set. I don't know when they did that, a couple years ago. A couple years ago. A lot of that went into this as well. Correct. Yeah, yeah. we're still um, going by that. Now, you know, this year if we have new council members, obviously we listen to their ideas as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we can tweak that too. So yeah. a lot of these things aren't, you know, it's not like you have this rigid budget or something right. that cannot be changed. Yeah. Or So you, you introduced the budget process as a four-month process, but in reality – it never the, ends. It never ends. It's a twelve-month process. <laughs> yeah, it's, it really, it's so Priscilla can answer that better yeah. than anybody. It You're really constantly never working ends. on the budget. Right. What did you and say the other day? You said there at, at some one point, point in time you're in three budget years. Three budgets at the same time, yes. Because of audits, because then yes. you have the audits. So right. remember, after everything's said and done, you close your books. Mm-hmm. They have to be independently audited. So well, and and June thirtieth, it's never over. It's no, never right. over on that day anyway. Audits, yeah. just right. closing out stuff, paying things. Right. I mean, yeah. sometimes that goes into August, just paying exactly. for things. Exactly. Right. Yes, and we run by the fiscal year, which uh, starts on July 1 and ends on June 30, mm-hmm. correct? Right. That's correct. Um, so you are currently very, Priscilla, you are currently very, very busy with um, yeah. wrapping things up as we're in our last month of our fiscal year. Yes. So we covered a lot today. Yeah. yeah. I mean... I mean, There's we could, so much we could cover, and I, I, I just want to put it out there that any anybody who wants to come and talk to me about any more detailed information about the budget is certainly welcome. You know, to do that, I would love to mm-hmm. I'd set a meeting with them, and we can go over anything in more detail. Great. And another thing for people to keep in mind, you know, our capital budget is pretty large, but we can't do everything all at once. Right. Mm-hmm. No, it takes time. 
And, you know, you, it's not just, okay, you got this piece of equipment. Well, you need the manpower, you mm-hmm. know. So it's always that additional piece. Okay, so we want to make sure we're planning that. It's great to say we bought a new street sweeper, but do we have the manpower to run it? I mean, right. it has to go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times, and I know it's frustrating sometimes for citizens as well to see, you know, how kind of sometimes it seems slow, but we are required, you know, we can't just go out and buy something. We right. may, If it's at a certain limit, we have to do a bid. Mm-hmm. So that's the whole bid process. That's mm-hmm. something that you have to advertise and you have to open and you have to give weeks for that to happen. You know, then you have to review it. Then sometimes if it's large enough, you have to take it back to council. So mm-hmm. there's just a lot of requirements and we try to work through them as efficiently as we can, but we're not going to skip them. You know, I mean, right. that's, we've got to follow the, the rules and regulations and the laws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Right. Well, is there anything else that we didn't cover that you would like Fairmont citizens to know? The B&O tax rate for the city of Fairmont is lower than Bridgeport and Morgantown in four go. different categories. Our retail is only $0.35 cents for every $100, and our service is only $0.70 cents for every $100. And manufacturing and wholesale, there's no tax on those at all. So that's said we're very competitive, obviously. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And right. we're also lower than Bridgeport. Yes. Yeah. Bridgeport and Morgantown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is that information public? Yes. We can put it on the it's website. It's out on our website. Oh, yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Great. And I'd also like to say that, you know, the city offers B&O tax credits for business expansion and job creation, reoccupancy of vacant or dilapidated structures, We offer historic tax credits for the restoration of a contributing structure and business anniversary tax credits and residential development tax credits. So check it out online. That's good. It's good to mention because, you know. And all of those forms are on our website. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Under the finance page. Under the finance page and also just in the form center. Yes. Mm -hmm. And our budgets are also um, put out there on the website. I don't think they're out there until they're actually yeah. approved by council. Yeah. Um, I don't know that this one is, but we can put no, it on before yeah, we'll this make, yeah, episode we'll make goes sure out. Yeah, we'll sure we get it up. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, so that if anyone wants to look through that. And also, um, I guess another thing to let folks know is we, we have, Priscilla has been diligently working uh, with the state to get the uh, transparency module mm-hmm. up and running. And um, we're going to make it yeah. <laughs> at some point. It just hasn't been exactly grabbing the, um, you know, the dollars and the budgets in the way. We want to make sure that if we're presenting it out there that it's 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 correct. And right. what is that? What is the transparency module? Well, it'll That's... be a link for citizens to just go straight to the link and say, mm-hmm. okay, what's the budget? Yeah. How much is in the code enforcement department? Oh. You know, from the state auditor's out, office. From the state right. auditor's office. That J.B. McKeskey oh, talked about. Oh, so yeah. the, the, the yeah. West Virginia checkbook. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. West yes. Virginia open gov. Open yeah. gov, yes. Gotcha. And so we're just struggling a little bit with getting it out there, um, but we are going to, and it, 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 it's when, when that becomes live, we'll make sure that folks know that that's also something that they can look at. Yes. Because you can really drill down into the department. We're, we're signed up. We just don't yes. have all the information on there. And I think that we're still one of the, like, one of few municipalities that are even signed up. 
according yeah, to sure him when he yeah, when I he was so. here. Well, yeah. Right. And if you don't know what we're talking about, a few months ago we talked to State Auditor JB McCuskey for over an hour. Oh um, yeah, that's and, right. And, and we covered all of this. So yes, yes. Go back and listen to our older episodes. <laughs> yeah. So we are we, we do want that out there too because it's just you know here I've got I come in here with this big budget book you know right but it's a it's an easy way for folks to to look at something online click what, where they're interested in looking and drill down a little bit and get some good information about um, what we're spending because you mm-hmm. know we all pay taxes it's all of our money you know right. it's taxpayers dollars and we want to make sure that we are being very responsible and fiscally prudent and uh, spending spending the right manner yeah so, yeah. Great. So thank you both for joining us today. Thank yeah, you. Thank um, you so much. We want to have you back um, in a, maybe a few months or so to okay. talk about the ARPA funds. That would yeah. be great. Let's do that. That would yeah. be awesome. So I, we are well, currently man. working on that, mm-hmm. and we'll have a more detailed plan. Council gave us some good direction recently on categories, so we will be back to council with that, and then I'd love to have a discussion with you all Yeah. on that. That'd be great. That'd be great. All right. Well, thank you both so much. And um, you can find the Fairmont Bridge anywhere that you get your podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, not on Facebook anymore automatically because they took that feature away. So we will be posting links to Facebook and it's also on our website, fairmontwv.gov. And I know technology can be scary, um, but it's really easy to find our podcast. If you have a smartphone, most people do. You go to the App Store download either Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and you just search the Fairmont Bridge, and it's all there, Mm -hmm. right at your fingertips. If you hit the follow button, you will get a notification every single time we release an episode. It is very easy. it's. I know it, technology can be intimidating, and Facebook, the Facebook platform was really, really great for making it easy to find our podcast, but yeah. it's still easy, I promise. Also, please give us a five-star review on either Spotify <laughs> or Apple Podcasts. We make $0 off of this show, and the best way to support us is to listen and follow and subscribe. So, yeah, you got anything else, Hannah? No. All right, so this has been the Fairmont Bridge, City of Fairmont's official podcast, and we are signing off. Bye. See you next week.